You missed the casual memo. I know. I geez, man, I got busy as hell. <laughs> I know. I I went from work to clean to leave the house because if this uh, every time the first time I was it was just by me. I was working at home, and their their appointment was at twelve. My realtor calls me like at eleven ten. They're like, "Hey, they're they want to get there earlier, like eleven thirty. I'm like, "All right, that's fine." So I scramble to turn on all the lights and clean and everything. And they show up like 11, 17. I'm like, what the hell? So I'm like, you know, you're not supposed to be in the house. And yeah. so I left and they're like saying hi to me. Like, hey, how are you? I'm like, no, you guys go. I'm going to go. I'm leaving. I, I don't understand why you have to get kicked out of your house yeah. that you're trying to get rid of. <laughs> that you're not supposed to be in it. It's, a, it's yeah. an odd way of yeah. handling that. In well, what opinion. if they see you in the house and they really want you to come with the house? Well, uh, yeah, I, <sighs> you know, I think actually part of the the thinking is that you you don't want them to see who lives in the house just in case there's any any bias or anything. Why you think they're gonna be racist and not buy it? Some people will. That's fair. Like some like <laughs> research says that some people absolutely will not buy a house if if they're racist against somebody. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand if That's you're a racist, you won't buy it. <laughs> All right. Wow. Thanks for the 200 followers we lost. <laughs> Where's Jake's inappropriate joke screen on? Yeah. I'm going to go in today. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Anyway. podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. I'm Roberto Tex PDO. <laughs> and uh, today we are coming almost full circle back to Kentucky Owl's Wise Man. But today we're trying the rye rather than the bourbon. I think the bourbon was episode three, two. It was like three or four. If it's yeah. full circle, does that mean this is our last one? No. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Dan's been looking for an out for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's done with this. Like, gosh dang it. Uh, didn't we try this, though, in one of the one of the episodes? No, we never had this yet. We, never, we did the wise man. We did that in episode three. Yeah, actually. we did the bourbon. We did the bourbon, which is but like, the 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 rye came out like maybe a month spring, or two yeah. ago, uh, April. Yeah, but I didn't see it until yeah, like July. That's why I was wondering. Cause I remember it came out like later in the year, but maybe earlier in the year. Yeah, the uh, bourbon came out September of twenty one, and the rye came out this spring. I just saw it at Benny's. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, because I Kentucky Owl Rye is like up there. Kentucky it's one Owl of my favorites. It's great. So which one did we try that was a hundred percent rye? That was the piggyback. That yeah, was, was a whistle piggyback. pig. That was whistle pig. Okay. It wasn't wise, man. That's why. That's why I was confusing them. I get it. Pigs and owls are very similar. Yeah. The bottle was similar. I don't think so. Oh, I know it wasn't. Because one label is <laughs> like blue or something. And, right? Piggyback's black. Yeah, it's yeah. like black or blue or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is. I'm excited to try this because it does have really good reviews. Yeah. What uh, we did a blind tasting last night of all toasted whiskeys. What were your guys' thoughts on the overall toasted whiskeys? 
So it was uh, interesting to learn that almost all barrels are actually toasted first before yep. they get charred. Um, and what it does is, is it releases a lot of the sugars yeah. that are in the wood. Almost um, like tannins. Yeah, tannins. And uh, he said there was something else. That I can't remember what it's called. Yep. But uh, it it uh, kind of forces those out to the surface of the wood. And then when they char it, it kind of like caramelizes, caramelizes all that. Yep. Um, so that's why you get such good like vanilla caramel yeah. um, notes in bourbon. Um, <clears throat> toasted bourbon. Typically. Yeah. And like he said that there's very few that just char barrels. Um he said a lot of a lot of it's in Texas exclusively. Yeah. Um because they like to go bold. Because yeah, it's very bold yeah. flavors. Um so yeah, that was kind of interesting. Um so what did we tried uh two castle and key <laughs> restoration rise. Mm-hmm. The batch two and batch three. Um both of which were pretty good. Um, we have the batch two. I think we tried the batch two yeah. on the show on the Castle and Key episode. That was really good. Um, I have the batch three also hidden back there somewhere, um, which I ha- I hadn't tried until the tasting last night. Uh, then we tried the uh, Elijah Craig toasted versus the Basil Hayden toasted. Um which I picked the Basil Hayden, surprisingly. Um, but we all did, didn't we? I think we all did, yeah. 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 Um, which is a little surprising, but the um, there was something on the finish of the, of the Elijah, Elijah yeah. that was like a little off-putting. A little bitter. It was a little bitter. Um, it wasn't like horrible. Like I, I would have, if that was like a standalone, I would have been like, this is great. Uh, but comparing the two, the basil was like way sweeter and uh, had a much more like more caramel and warm kind of yeah. like I agree uh, with that flavor profile um, and and very like smooth and uh, I agree with that yeah um, which another interesting note on the basil is that they replaced the rye content with brown rice in yeah. the mash bill which is so uh, weird. which is when we tasted that one, I actually thought it was a scotch at first. Yeah. So I'm wondering like if the rice was adding that like cereal like kind of note. Taste, um, yep. But yeah, then the more you drink it, the more you're like, this is definitely a bourbon because it's very sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's another interesting fact. I Can love I that. Kept... The yep. fact about the rice, uh, yeah. the brown rice, I think that was good. Yeah. And it, it basil's normally a high rye mash bill. So mm-hmm. it was a, it was like twenty seven percent brown rice, yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. a lot. Yeah, like it probably the only uh, brown rice whiskey. I think he said it's the only one that he knows of, right? Yeah. Can, can I tell you a lie? I've been living for a while. Sure. Oh man. So there's been a story. That's you don't been like rye? On. Yeah. Where to, where to start? <laughs> there, there's been a story we've kind of had going in, intermittently that goes back to when I asked Sam about the Elijah Craig barrel, toasted barrel. Yeah. And then he gave it to me and I traded it to you because you really wanted it. Yeah. I really didn't want it because I tried it the previous year in Cleveland after it first came out and I did not like it. Oh, really? so you hustled me for what did I give you? The, the larceny barrel. Oh. But it's a fair trade. It's fine. But yeah. it was funny because as soon as I found out that I picked basil toasted over Elijah Craig toasted, 
I'm like, that makes sense because when I tried it, I did not like it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah I'm, you know, I'm with you, actually. What you mentioned, side by side, definitely prefer the, the basil toasted. That was really good. And I did notice and taste the uh, the bitterness of the finish of the Elijah Craig. Yeah. But, I mean, I've had toasted before, and I like it. So, standalone, I yeah. would not think twice about it, but side by side makes well, I mean, it's like uh, eating, like, a piece of cake and then drinking, like, a dark roast. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, that's stark. Yeah, yeah that's a big difference, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a yeah. good wine tasting, though. Um, then what was the last? Nulu and Penelope. Yeah, Nulu toasted and uh, Penelope uh toasted which we've got we did an episode on the penelope toasted up there uh which is the chicago something or other so there's a chicago select but they did the summertime it was the summertime last night um ours is the chicago right i think yeah i can't read it. it's behind me (laughs) (laughs) my my overall thought i didn't enjoy the toasted as much as i enjoy the normal blind tasting nights yeah, I I thought they were all good. Um, I the restoration rye is fantastic. Yeah, it was like across the board. That was great. Um, which we, we tried, tried batch one. Yeah, we tried twenty twenty two batch batch one for twenty twenty two, which is coming out soon, which is pretty good. Um, we tried the Gold Eagle restoration so like, rye pick, yeah. which I had and I hadn't opened yet, and like, wow, is it pretty phenomenal? Um, so yeah. That was nice because yeah, then is. that really confirmed good. that I should get a second bottle. Oh yeah, <laughs> Rest, yeah. That batch one, that twenty twenty two batch one was so great. That was so. Yeah, sweet. As, uh, Jake was saying that as they were getting cases of of the Gold Eagle Restoration Rye pick, yeah. he was like setting some aside for himself because yeah, he I, liked it so much. I about thirty <laughs> bottles in my garage, and yeah. I figure I'd probably sell them at some point. Yeah. Yeah, but then he, a, yeah, so he he brought two cases to the tasting last night yeah. to to sell. So that was good to see those again. Cause that was good. And then he was he was nice enough to bring eleven bottles of Elijah Craig toasted. Yeah, which are difficult to find and sell them to the group. That was ended nice. up giving mine away. Yeah, this so guy, I, the guy behind you, really wanted it. We were like waiting for yeah. a while because like Jake asked how many people want to buy it, and only like five only people like five raised six, their hands. Yeah. So we were just kind of hanging out, seeing if anybody was going to take the last one, and no one really made a move. So I was like, "All right, I'll I'll take it." Yeah. Um, and uh, as we were walking away, some guy was yeah. like, "Oh man, they're all gone." Was like I really want one, and then and Jenna was like, "Did you hear that guy? He said that he really wanted one." And I was like, "Oh, yeah. all right, yeah, fine. <laughs> fine." I had, so I, I was like, "Hey, you want you want this? Fine, I, I have Sam. one at home. You know, you can take this one." And Sam can get him pretty quick. Yeah, he didn't seem for the clientele. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. Yeah. It was a good blind tasting. I enjoyed it. You know, Dan it was it was fun to watch Dan at a blind tasting because he's like he would go up to somebody and say, Guy, guy, girl, guy. That's how he tasted. Yeah, it was a different kind of tasting, but it was fun <laughs> to watch. This is a guy. Okay, next. Oh no. <laughs> Where's the crickets? There it is. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> guy. Mm, guy. <laughs> uh, I, I had fun. Gold Eagle is a good place. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, what next week we're doing the Bottled and Bond blind. 
mm-hmm. which will be a good one. Um, and then we're going to Kentucky. Then we'll go to Kentucky. The Kentucky Trail, as they so call. We're going to go to the Kentucky Trail, which, by the way, we missed uh, September 15th, the week after. Is it the week after or the week? Maybe two weeks after, but um, is the Bourbon Festival. In yeah, the- I saw that. I was kind of pissed. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, right. at the same time. I mean, it's it's a festival, just like anything else. There's music, there's bourbon. Yeah, you know, we're actually going to the distilleries. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I'd, I'd rather go to the distilleries, but like, it would have been cool to go that maybe next year. That would have been cool. because um, I've heard I've heard it's a nice it's a nice time. And last year when we went, it was a, almost exactly the same time of year, like right before my birthday, which is yeah. like 15. And and we they had the bourbon festival that week after, uh, which it was actually really hard to find lodging because people were going going in like a week before oh uh so that was nice that we found this airbnb a week before the festival yeah yeah i I didn't even think about that that's a good point yeah so yeah so i'm kind of a scrooge when it comes to festivals because i hate a bazillion of one people being all there doing the exact same thing uh me too and (laughs) it just like I we like the last one i went to a while ago was in new glarus wisconsin for the bacon beer and cheese festival which sounds amazing, but then everywhere there's just a massive line to get anything. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. In line And you're like, line. God, I've spent more time. Like, my whole thought was, man, I'm going to go with, I think after like three hours we went to yeah. a bar and just sat down at a bar yeah. and got drunk. It's like, yeah. that was way more fun. Yeah. I remember um, the the bands are going to have this year at the, at the Bourbon, Bourbon Festival. Stapleton. Good. There. Yeah. Chris Stapleton. Kings uh, of Leon is there. Yeah. Uh, um, I forget who. There's, there's, yeah, there's some good names in yeah, there. Yeah. I can't remember who else, but yeah. there, there was like a, pretty good lineup only only <clears throat> the uh, the reason how i found that is because my my work uh is actually having a presence there a booth oh really yeah at the berman festival oh, interesting yeah. yeah and it's actually going to be a i don't know what they're going to call it but in essence it's a sober station like to promote <laughs> what they're <laughs> exactly so what were they're trying to promote is that you know if you're in recovery because obviously there's a lot of alcoholics that because of bourbon but if you're in recovery it's to prove that you can go to a festival and have fun and you don't have to get drunk yeah oh it's, okay it's, it's are you good... also going to be passing out gideon's bibles there <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh it's actually it's a cool concept you know we're gonna have a climbing walls and who knows what but again it's huh. to prove a point that if you're you know, if you're in recovery and your friends really want to go, you you can go and still have a good time and, and yeah. enjoy the festival. Yeah. So, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, it's interesting. I know. I was when, when they told me about it, I'm like, uh, that's <laughs> yeah, a, okay. that does not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto, here's how the conversation goes. Roberto, we're gonna have a booth at Bourbon Fest. I'll go. It's a sober booth. I'm yeah. busy. No, <laughs> yeah. Let me check my calendar again. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. So anyway, uh, hey, let's uh, let's jump into uh, yeah. What are we tasting? The whiskey, and I mean that because I've been drinking this for like ten minutes. Huh? <clears throat> hey, we've already talked about Kentucky Owl a little bit. Yeah. Um. So this is uh, Kentucky Owl Wise Man. Uh, Roberto, it's own. Who is Kentucky Owl owned by? It's your owned by your favorite company. Kentucky Owl is owned by my favorite company. Hmm. Um. Why am I blanking on this? Sazerac? No. It's Weissman. Bardstown? No. No, 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 no. It's distilled by Bardstown, but it's not. Yeah, shoot, man. The company that owns it. Yeah, it's uh, Stoli. There you go. Stoli owns Kentucky Owl. Yeah. So this is a Stoli product. Yeah. For all your hatred. 
We haven't hated on Stoli since like episode five. That was just you. (laughs) I haven't hated on Stoli since like episode five. Man, Uh, the other day I went to the bathroom like at three in the morning. You know, you got to go to the bathroom, you get up. Tap is like, get old. Am I pissing Stoli? (laughs) Like, it smelled like Stoli. That's how bad it is. I did not drink it. I did not try it. It's an oldie, but a goodie. <laughs> the the wise man. So, like Jake said, we did the bourbon way back. In we won't be able to tax Tolly in this in this. <laughs> anyway, up to you. Over to you. We uh we did the wise man bourbon uh really early because uh, it first came out, and again this came out not too long ago. Um, it is distilled by Bardstown and Kentucky Owl. A lot of their bottles are normally on the more expensive side, like their majority majority of them are over a hundred dollar bottles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When they came out with Wiseman, that was their more affordable line. So the bourbon and the rye both run around sixty dollars, which is way less than their normal Kentucky Owl, but at the same time way less or still more expensive than most most whiskey. Yeah. Sixty bucks is higher on the end. Um this is a straight whiskey. They don't put an age statement on it, but since it's a straight whiskey, we know it's at least four years old. Proof on this one is just over 100 at 100.8. The mash bill on this is 95% rye, 5% malted barley. Oh, okay, so that's the MGP mash bill. Yes. Um, it, that's, it, it smells like that mash bill. It does, yeah. Well, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> Uh, but that's kind of the main points of this one. Like I said, we talked about Kentucky Owl a little bit more back in, in episode three. Um, so if you're interested in learning more about Kentucky Owl, go back and give that a listen as well. But it's, again, it's kind of their venture into being a little bit cheaper, a little bit more affordable. The master distiller on this, I forget his name, uh, but the ones that he's done for Kentucky Owl are the Wise Men series, and he's also the one that did the St. Paddy's Day Okay. Okay, that's good. Uh, bourbon as well. So those are the two. Master blender John Rea. Yeah, I guess blender, not distiller. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the one that's uh, done this and, and the... Because uh... it's distilled by Barstow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of the main points on it. Um, this is a mm-hmm. high rye because it's a straight rye, so it's basically all rye. Yeah. 95%, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, like I said, this one smells... Like uh, the MGP mash bill is ninety five percent rye, five percent malted barley, and um, the ones that we've tried have all been very floral and uh, like light on the nose. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. one's definitely in that same vein. Yeah, yeah. I mean the on the nose, I like it. I think it's a it's a warm um. I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's like, like a warm. It's almost like fresh herbs and Herbal. and like yes. uh, like tea or something. It reminds me of like when I put like chamomile essential oils in my diffuser. <laughs> That's what it smells like. I have a diffuser in my home office all day, which is nice. Sometimes I change it. Eucalyptus, chamomile, lavender. I'm I'm a sophisticated uh, guy. Uh, I smell <laughs> butterscotch in this. I smell caramel. I get the caramel. Definitely vanilla. Strong. Uh, it has a. It just has a warm smell. You know the on the nose. It's, yeah. it's warm. It warms you like a like 
for the fall, this would be amazing to sit out on the patio in the fall with a a nice, cool temperature. Yeah, you know, I was I was gonna say that it smells like spring, but I think <laughs> it's more fall. Yeah, I get a lot of fall in this. You know, it's not like at some point maybe I smell a little bit of pumpkin. I don't know. I don't get too much fall, but I get a lot of autumn. Oh, autumn is probably uh, better actually. They're just at different times of year. <laughs> um, you know, again, I it, it gives me a nice warm feeling on the nose and again it's like butterscotch caramel cinnamon a little bit of cinnamon uh and then it smells like cereal and i don't know if that's because of the 95 percent rye um i don't know it's, it's i like it on the nose i would give it man eh, we're not rating bourbons but i, I we can throw this. a number out there i enjoy it. well I, the number was in my mind because you know the blind <coughs> tastings and the yeah. tastings like gold eagle <laughs> you know we rate everything from zero to five um <laughs> I, I really enjoy the nose on this one. Uh, it, you know, the ethanol is not too overpowering, which no. is really nice. Like, I enjoy smelling it. It's not like... And I, I forget what the proof is. What, what did you say? 100.8. Probably smells like 100, yeah. You know, but again, it's it's well-balanced. I don't I don't get the pungent alcohol smell. No. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy it. And, you know, I, I've been drinking this for 10 minutes now. Um I I I liked nose on this a lot. If I was to give it a ranking, I'd think uh, I'd give it a thirty-two, but I'm not sure on what the scale is yet. <laughs> well, I mean, from one to thirty-five, which is good. <laughs> I, it's it's a thirty-two, but I just don't know if it's a thirty-five or a fifty scale. It's it's a very yeah. very good on the nose. <laughs> yeah. I um. So again, the nose is is good. I enjoy smelling this. It makes me feel. Again, like I need to be outside with a cigar in the fall in the patio, just um, drinking one of these. That would be amazing for it. Uh, the on the palate, definitely rye. Right, it's a it's a spicy, it's a spicy taste, well balanced. I you know, I, taste... I I wouldn't call it. Um, it's not like uh, spicy. It. It's it's definitely that like fresh cracked black pepper. pepper. Yes, mm-hmm. um, that's a great point. And yeah. it's not it's not very it's prominent. Not <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's the but, right amount of spice. Yeah, and it it kind of hits you on the front, and then, yeah. then goes, it goes away. away. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, in the finish, you get the pepper uh, taste for for maybe five seconds and then it just it dissipates and i think mm-hmm. that's a good thing uh especially if you don't like um you know if you don't like rice like like you so is there's some like sweetness on the end and like some of that cereal kind of the cereal um it's really seemed well to balanced. come through on the finish very well balanced you know for being a 95 percent rye uh again it's not overpowering because some of them some of them can be pretty overpowering the pepper and the spice yeah and like it just stays with you like there's some in, in some cases like when it, it's a high rye you you know you drink it the spice is in your mouth and you take another sip and it actually burns you because like oh shit like this is you know the spice is really sticking to my tongue yeah for whatever reason this 95 percent mash bill seems to be like the sweet spot mm-hmm. um i don't know if it's like 
I don't know why it would be. Yeah. Maybe it's just the mix of corn or uh, wheat at like lower amounts in, in the mash bills. Cause like we've tried some that are like, you know, 65% rye and mm-hmm. then like, you know, 25 corn, 25 corn or whatever, you know? And like, those are typically not as well balanced. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like the struggle between the corn sweetness and the rye, you know, yeah. that like throws it out of whack. Yeah. But um yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean I I think it's nice when the rye kind of like stands alone and I think so too. Um you get those kind of like ginny junipery kind Ooh. of notes, you know, and like Yep. Yeah, it's really tasty. Very good. I I really enjoy this rye. For a high rye from someone that doesn't like rye, this isn't horrible by any means. Like I like I'll still never forget when we did the piggyback 100% rye. Yeah, like that one was um that's high. More challenging than this is. Yeah. You you don't need to say more challenging, you can just say more bad. No, I mean cuz <laughs> I more worse. I actually <laughs> did I did like the piggyback. Oh, I enjoyed it too. But it's it's it uh that's like a rye lovers. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's rye. Like, that's like cracking, <laughs> cracking pepper onto your tongue. Yeah. Directly. It's not for Yeah. Yeah, it's not for someone like Dan that's like a casual rye. There's a lot of things that are not Venturer. for someone like Dan. <laughs> that's fair. That's a very fair point. Uh, uh, this is dangerously good. And I say that because it's very easy to drink. Yeah. I it, Until you told me it was like 100.5, I would have rated this at 90, 95 tops uh, proof. It's easy to drink. The alcohol is very well balanced. Yeah. Um, and the flavors are just so well balanced and that I enjoy Ryan. That's why I will say like this one, like, like you guys said, it has a sweet note to it. Like it almost has like a, like it's got corn in it. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that's the, yeah. You know, it's like that, um, it's a little bit sweeter than like a single malt is, you know? Um, I don't know if that's just. Hey, it's got to be the rye. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if they, they do. Do they have to say if they malted or not? The rye. Well, know. you're almost always going to have malted rye in the mix because otherwise, or malted barley in the mix. And no, uh, usually they will say if it's malted rye. Okay. Um. Usually, like, I know like the the malted barley is typically for the enzymes, the enzymes that help break the down the grains, right? Yep. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that. I I don't I've never tried malted rye versus unmalted rye to see if there's a we yeah had, no, we've I had don't. something with malted rye in it before but I can't remember what it was yeah I don't remember yeah I I can't remember either I've tried barley by itself which is good yeah we've seen that <laughs> what a sight to see that was a lot of barley dude I was drunk and starving like terrible combination drunk starving <laughs> next to a barrel of barley. <laughs> Like five fistfuls of barley right there. Like a horse. Oh yeah, that was that was me all the way. Five fistfuls of barley sounds like a like a CD. Good thing. band name. Yeah, like a band or the <laughs> album title of of some band. Five it's like a fistfuls. A of local uh, Irish punk band. That <laughs> should be the title of an episode or something. Five, five fistfuls of barley would be like a Volbeat album name. There you go, or an Iron Maiden one. Anthrax, Anthrax, that would be a good. 
title for an Anthrax album. Um, yeah, dangerously good. I like this a lot. I wouldn't rate it as one of my favorite Rise out there, but it's it's nice. I like this. The balance is really really nice. All right. So what I always like to talk about then too on this. So what are some of your favorite Rise you'd pick over this, and where are their price points at? Short grain, medium grain, long grain, brown, black. No, I said it so you know that it's rise. When you say it, you can't tell if it's rise or rise. <laughs> well, I thought you meant rice. <laughs> what are my favorite rise? I think I said it right. Oh, uh, will it? Will oh, it, it is just one of the most amazing. That's roughly the same price point as this, isn't it? Right around. If you 60. find it, yeah. Uh, well, it's a little bit more expensive. Isn't well, it's like around 70, 75. 65, I think. Well, it's uh, a I don't think thought. it's seventy-five. I think it's like I think, sixty or yeah, something. Is it okay? Yeah, I think retail is like sixty-five, maybe. Okay. Um, and again, it's it's hard to find. Sam always has it, but if you go to Benny's, you'll never find it. Yeah, not typically. Yeah. Um, but will it? And of course, E.H. Taylor. I mean, holy crap! Yeah, that is just so freaking good. <laughs> Taylor's um, got corn in it, doesn't it? Will it rise? MSRP is fifty-four, so it's 54? cheaper than this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's then, 111 proof. Yeah. Which, will it ride does not taste like 1100. I mean, 111 proof. No. Um, yeah, it's pretty smooth. So I'll say, I'll give you my top five. I think E.H. Taylor, Will It, um, Angel's Envy Rye is one of my favorite whiskeys. That'd be comparable price. Yeah. That is comparable price, yeah. Yep. It is one of my favorite whiskeys of all time. Uh, Elijah Craig Rye is really nice and decent and very easy to find. And, and really cheap. cheap. And really cheap. Well, not really cheap, but 30 bucks. Yeah, I mean, 30, yeah, 30 something around I there. think. Uh, and then you cannot forget about Peerless Rye. That's more expensive. Peerless, that's at 85. That's, yeah. that's more expensive. But it is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I got to give a shout out to the Smooth Ambler Founders Rye. That's impossible to find. So good. That is good shit. I'm or, like really struggling to like not drink it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I is, only have like half a bottle left. That is really good. It's stuff. so good. I don't think I have a second one, no. and it's gone forever, as mm-hmm. far as I know. So, yeah, I'm trying to drag that one out yeah. a little bit. That's um, for sure. But yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I, even Dan was impressed yeah, with that one. So, um, yeah, that one. You know, will it? Like Roberto said. Um, this blue run golden rye that I have too is good? really good. Wow. Yeah, um, I don't think I've had it. You know, like we, which one did we have? The high we rye, did the high rye bourbon. Yeah, um, which none of us were blown away by. Yeah, no. Um, but the the golden rye is phenomenal. It's really good. Um, mm-hmm. which you might do an episode on that mm-hmm. at some point. Um, before rye I, lightning. Before I kill that bottle. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. Yeah, Ride of Lightning, Ride is, Lightning is good too. Is so freaking good. You're yeah. welcome for that. Yeah, no, yeah. Dan got me a bottle, man. Yeah, one, one and done. That thing is gone too. That's a. It's finished though. It's a little different. Is it? Yeah. You know, because where it's finishing like Madeira and something else. Casks. Yeah, I forget. It is so good though. Um, that was not that good. that like. Yeah, ruins anything in any way. But it's 
Will it blacken or blacken? Will it? That's a rye. That's a yeah. That's a rye. Yeah. I wasn't as I liked rye the lightning because I have the black or the yeah. black index will it. Yeah, and I didn't like that nearly as much as I liked rye the lightning. Oh, uh, the will it one's really good too. Yeah, that was that was really. But good. the rye the lightning is is great. Agreed. Um, I hope now I have a I hope rye the lightning is going to be like a regular thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if it was a one time release, right? It was. They're it was saying a, it is, yeah. but I. I hope they at some point they'll come keep back. that as. Yeah. I hope everyone on YouTube just gets to watch that Roberto try and put his leg up on the barrel <laughs> and then fail miserably, and then try and act all nonchalant about it not working out. I was, you know, I realized my I realized my manners were not very good if I did that. So I realized was it that quick. or that your leg's just not long enough to reach it? It's the second one. <laughs> it's the latter. <laughs> anyway. While we're on the topic of rise, what are you guys' thoughts on Canadian whiskey? Because typically Canadian whiskey's extremely high rye. Yeah. Um, with either I don't know if they actually use a lot of corn in in Canadian yeah, whiskeys or not. I don't know. I think it's a lot of barley to compensate for for the corn. lack of corn. Yeah. 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 Or um, other grain, yeah. but so my, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't really tried a lot of Canadian whiskeys. I've had tried, I've tried some, and I have not really tried a lot since getting into whiskey. I've actually tried a lot of Canadian whiskey before getting into whiskey. Yeah. So you know, I think your judging abilities become a little different once you actually start learning about whiskeys. Yeah, I mean, like the only Canadian whiskeys I've had are like. Canadian Club, yep. Crown Royal, Crown. Yep. and like, yeah, and then Caribou that Sam gave us. Oh time. yeah, the the Canadian Blantons, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. not it was, Canadian it was Blantons. Very interesting. <laughs> I will say, you know, I I drank Crown Royal from like eighteen to thirty, and like regularly because that's yeah. the only thing that we knew, and it was it was cheap, right? It's good whiskey. It's yeah. good, good cheap whiskey, right? And, um, and, I mean, all my friends were like, oh, shit, let's go get a bottle of Crown. Oh, yeah, I I liked Crown. I liked it. Yeah, um, exactly. Because, like, in, when I turned 21, um, Jack and Coke was my go-to. And then, like, I kind of got burnt out on that yeah. yeah, pretty quickly. So then I tried to drink scotch. Did not like it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love scotch. Then, like, I tried to drink Jameson and, like, couldn't really get into it. I like Jameson. Um, it's not bad, but you know, it's it's whatever. Yeah. I mean, um, it's but then, great. yeah, I had Crown Royal somewhere, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually like sippable and like it's easy to drink. Decent. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good blend. I think the I think it's like eighty proof. It's not that. It's not. A no, high it's proof. very. Yeah, it's low. Um, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, like my, uh, 80, 85. But I mean, I I enjoyed Crown, but again, that was likely because when we were. 18 year old kids that you know one you were buying it with fake ids uh and that's you know you thought at the time that was a premium whiskey because mm-hmm. it came in a velvet bag because it kind of like comes in a purple velvet bag you just think like shit this is the best thing i've had mm-hmm. and that's my memory of crown is that you know going high end as a kid with fake ids think like oh shit i just bought a 40 dollar bottle of whiskey yeah well, i remember I... Or whatever it is I bought a bottle of the Whistlepig Ten. Oh yeah. Uh, when we we finished our like final architecture project. Nice. And uh, 
I uh yeah, it was it's like an eighty dollar bottle, so it was like the most by far the most expensive whiskey I'd ever mm-hmm. bought at that point. Yep. And uh you know, I really liked it and I was like, Oh, like and I looked it up and you know, they're like in Vermont and stuff, and I was like, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Then I found out that they sourced all their grains <laughs> from Canada, and I was yeah. like, "This is just Canadian yeah, it's whiskey." Just Canadian whiskey, anyway. <laughs> now I think that's not the case. I think they grow yeah. everything on that farm in Vermont now. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah at one they point, do. they were sourcing things from Canada. Which, I think they do now. Kind of funny, it's all Vermont things. Yeah, uh, which is nice. But yeah, you know, I should growing up drinking whiskey, you thought anything was good. I mean, it was like, yeah, you're a 22 year old kid in college. Well, I mean, not 22. I was out of college, I think. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so Crown Royal is actually 64 percent corn, 32 percent rye, and 4 okay. percent malted barley. Really, that's actually, a really nice mash that's a, bill. That's interesting. That is an interesting mash bill, but it, that's a nice. I think mash bill. I thought they to be a Canadian whiskey, it had to be 51 percent rye. I think maybe it just has to contain Canadian yeah, rye. I, th- I think if you're a Canadian whiskey, you can be anything as long as just like American whiskey, you can do whatever the hell you want. Interesting. I think, I don't know. I think I read that in the book and that encyclopedia thing we have. Yeah. That it's so it says for Canadian whiskey it has to be aged a minimum of three years in its native country mm-hmm. in wooden barrels, no larger than 700 liters in new charred, or new, old, charred, or uncharred, it doesn't matter. The spirit also has to be mashed and distilled in Canada. So, yeah, so you can oh, do whatever so you want. there's no content yeah. requirements. Yeah, Interesting. Okay. Just, well, I mean, for whiskey, American whiskey, there's not. Ameri- yeah, right. Like, American whiskey doesn't yeah, have it's any. It's very either, similar to what American whiskey is. I, I thought Canadian whiskey was closer to bourbon in terms of, like, like the, regulatory yeah. I mean, they have requirements, but. I mean, they have an age limit on their whiskey, too. We don't really have that in. Yeah, no, we don't for American whiskey. Yeah, here. There's no minimum whatsoever. So you can do six months and call it a whiskey? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's what light whiskey normally is. Yeah. Is it? Like yeah. six months? Wow. Light, light whiskey is usually either used charred barrels or oh, uncharred. Any any whiskey, as long as it touches a charred oak barrel, it, it could be for a day. It's all it needs to be for well, whiskey. Well, at that point, you're yeah. drinking White Dog. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it, it just has to touch a new charred oak barrel to be called whiskey. Well, I mean, White Dog is considered whiskey. Pretty much, because it's distilled in, in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, that's a it's, good point. It's that's I think all all no, White it, Dog is considered American whiskey. They don't say whiskey on it at all. I, well, because they market it as White Dog, but it's not. It's never touched a barrel. That's straight from the uh, still. Yeah, that's a good point. But does it? It does have whiskey's to go into got, a whiskey's got to be in a new charred oak barrel. Okay. Yeah, well, no, right. American whiskey has to be. I mean, it can be whatever barrel. A new oak barrel. A new oak barrel. Yeah. Yeah. A new yeah. Oak barrel doesn't have to be charred right yeah dang so, but white dog doesn't touch a barrel white dog straight from the still it's just, yeah it's so just you're right that dog. is not american whiskey of course i'm right yeah good job dan yeah that's great one point one one tick mark on the board is <laughs> like one... jake in editing put a tick mark right <laughs> and we have t- we have 20 there on youtube <laughs> We have 27 million right there. Put it right there. Um, I'm really enjoying this whiskey. I just poured my second glass. Uh, this is fun. I hope it's not it's not my last in-person podcast, I don't think. Yes, we have some sad news. Is it sad? It is not sad. No. <laughs> uh, Roberto's going to be moving to Texas. Um, so 
we will be going on the whiskey trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided tonight that we are going to do the show from Kentucky. Yep. Um, so that we All can the naysayers get, can go screw themselves. So we can get the recordings in, yeah. namely Dan. <laughs> naysayers. <laughs> um, namely Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So those might be the last in-person ones unless you yeah. pop up for visits. Well, yeah, it depends on how long it takes for your house to move too, right? You might be here for a little bit till that sells. Yeah. Or what's the... No, yeah. So in Lindsay's moving next week. Weekend. Right after the bourbon trip, yeah, like <laughs> the day after that same that same yeah. week, uh, I will stay here to close on the house, to move the house, to do everything. So I'll be I'll be here at least another thirty days, actually. So that's a good point. Oh, so, we, so yeah, so we you'll, may do episodes you'll be after. Good. Okay, so maybe yeah. So we're being premature. Um, yeah, we're premature. That's like, <laughs> kicking yeah. Roberto out of the show. <laughs> I mean, we can still kick him out early, can't we? <laughs> like I just got kicked out. And being premature, um, but no, you'll still be where. What the plan is for you to zoom in for every. I'll episode. zoom in. I'll zoom yeah. into the the podcast just like a lot of peeps do these days. From you got to figure out how to do like a picture in picture with him and zoom for the yeah. for the tube. Oh yeah, that's a good point. We can oh, ask we'll figure the that fourth out. dram guys. They do it all the time. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, I think they just use the zoom screen. I think you. I think that's what they do. They just yeah. record the Zoom screen, and um, they record the call, and then put that recording right, right, YouTube. right. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so you know, it's sad to leave Illinois, moving back to Texas to be with family, but at the same time, I mean, shoot, we'll come back more than a couple times. Yeah, uh, a year we'll take trips to barnstormers. You'll have access to all kinds of Texas whiskey. Well, so. you, you're very close to really good whiskey. <laughs> it's illegal for us to ship whiskey for him or for him to ship whiskey to us, so that I don't think there's going to be any of that going on. Not, none well, of that's the good happen. news is you'll be happen. able to wait in line for the Garrison Brothers Rye oh, when yeah. that comes out. So, I am I'm excited for going that. to Garrison. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. We, we do have to go and do the Texas Trail. Yeah. Uh, the Texas Whiskey Trail. We got to do that. And then actually we could stay in San Antonio and then just drive up. It's fine. It's three and a half hours. Um, anyway, so yeah, so news, more to come. Yeah, but we'll be, we'll keep this this podcast going and and we'll be here every now and then because I do want to keep going to barnstormers. What, and what's going to be difficult is for you to do your kick-ass reels down in Texas. Yeah, Lindsay can record them and uh, yeah. we'll ship them over here. Of of our reels, what's what's the newest reel we have up right now, Roberto? We have uh, one that it's a recipe that a lot of my followers were asking for. Like so many of my followers were asking for. The majority uh, of Bourbon Matters followers are here just for Roberto. <laughs> they, exactly. they, they, they have a subculture of Roberto Bourbon Matters followers, and it's yeah. mainly all there. Well, it's the only reason why they tune in. Yeah. Some would call it a cult. It's a cult. I mean, yes. it is a cult. It's a cult. Uh, we worship <laughs> Satan. The PDL why, cult. Yeah, I wonder why he's moving back down to Texas. Not <laughs> too far from Waco. We, we worship... Um, Whiskey Gates. Oh, Whiskey Gates. Um, the reels are really nice. Go go and check them out on Instagram. There, there's good recipes in there. We have, we have a couple of recipes that just went up this week. Yeah. Mine is really good. I found it in in Mexico and like in in the Maya and Maya ruins. 
It was good. You're so cultured you had to, like, Mexico history. Yeah. You had to perform a sacrifice to get access to yep. the tribal chief. Yeah, and I, I got you know, I got a couple of fingers chopped off, too. It's fine. They, it's, they sacrificed them to, to the gods. Yeah, it'll be good. Oh, man, what a good whiskey. This if, is my second If whiskey. they want to see that real, Roberto, where can they see it at? If they want <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pop over to YouTube if you want to watch Roberto yawn for 30 seconds straight. <laughs> Holy crap. Between the whiskey and the lack of sleep. Uh, yeah, go to our Instagram. We we hit 500 followers last week. And even just today, we're already at 518, which is yeah. really quickly growing. Uh, so kudos to J-H-R-H-R-H-R-H-R. Hurra, hurra, hurra. Hurra, hurra, hurra. The, our social media manager. Um, great accounts, I think. It's really cool to go through the account and start seeing how some distilleries are interacting with us and and distributors and and stores. You know, Gold Eagle is one of our best friends now on Instagram, which is good. Yeah. Um. So follow it. Good content, good reels, good pictures, and and uh, you can go to. Well, did I say the handle? No, I didn't. It's at Bourbon Matters, at Bourbon Matters, and Facebook is the same handle. Similar content. You know, just expanding it to different followers. We have a website that I think Dan still maintains. It's updated as of today. Perfect. Uh, BourbonMattersPodcast.com. And uh, those are the, yeah, where you can find us, but you can also listen to us. Yeah, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Kindle, uh, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. You can also watch True us social. on YouTube. Uh, we are not on True Social. We are not on CNN Plus. Is anybody on True Social? <laughs> other than I don't know. I mean, other than like five Trump family. Um, views. I don't know. A Twitter does exist, but I don't do anything with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Watch us on YouTube. All of our videos. At some point. Um, I will not do a TikTok. That's how you get rich, man. That's how you get spied on by China. That, that too, I'd rather be rich and get spied on by China than <laughs> poor and still get spied on by China. It's a fair um, point. Right? But all of our reels are edited down versions of YouTube videos. Yeah. So if you want to watch Roberto's full recipe from Mexico, go to YouTube. Uh, and if you want to watch my cocktail recipes in full, you can watch them on YouTube. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I don't contribute. I'm just here for the Dan doesn't books. do anything, but it's okay. Dan just drinks. He researches. He researches and he drinks. I want your job. Dan's gonna Dan's gonna end up being our Jamie. We'll be like, hey Dan, pull that up. Yeah. He's also <laughs> Yeah, it's he's also still living under the bridge with a blue tarp. That's true. So that's you get good Wi Fi there. Did you get the, the Wi Fi net from Elon hey, Musk? Starlink, yeah. Starlink? Yep. Too, that's revolutionary. It's paying off for Dan. <laughs> it's very nice, man. How's this? Sh- what shopping cart do you use? Home Depot, Target. It's a Target. The plastic ones they block out a little bit more rain. Oh, Dude, those are legit. That's nice. Too. And they're not as heavy to push. Yeah, they're they're easy to move. They're softer if you fall asleep in them than the wires. You don't get like the that's a good point. Weird marks in your back when you fall asleep in them. Good thinking. Yeah. That's good thinking, man. They got the cup holder in them too, which is I appreciate. They have like two cup holders. Yeah, I used I used Walmart and that was a piece of shit. When I was when I was homeless and unemployed for a couple of weeks. 
Mm-hmm. That was bad. I'm glad you got Target. Yeah. Maybe they can sponsor our podcast because we're talking about their shopping cart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I killed three people to get that one, but it was a it was a good it's fight. Fine. They won't. They don't. They don't have to know the full details. Some of those guys are scrappy under that bridge. Awesome. Some of those I don't people, doubt that at all. Some of those people. Like, <laughs> no one. No one. No one sees the forearm come until it's right in their face, though. Some of those people had it coming. Um. But anyway, it's fun to talk about murder. Killing homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we survived another Rye episode. Hopefully, we'll get yeah. back to the bourbon trail and not the Rye trail in a, in a week. Yeah. So next week is our uh, bourbon trail preview. Um, we'll probably drink something from one yeah. of the places we're going to visit. That'll be fun. Um, then the we following. We should go out and bring like a Pappy Ten. And celebrate that we're going to the bourbon trail. Tomorrow or next week? Next week. Yeah, I'll bring it. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. I'll bring it. I got mine open. You got yours open? I got mine open, too. Yeah. I kind of want to finish mine off. Oh, all right. Already? Yeah. Nice. If, if, if you want to kill yeah, a I mean, down, I mean, I can argue. <laughs> it's like, uh, what else can I get out of you? <laughs> so, yeah. Depends so on how much you ask for. Ooh, blind tasting. <laughs> next week. <laughs> oh, God. Next week, bourbon trail preview. Week after that, we're going to uh, be recording on the Bourbon Trail. Um, might do I thought that. it was called the Kentucky Trail. Mm-hmm. Kentucky Trail. Um, we might do that live if I can figure it out. That would be really cool, like a YouTube live. Yeah. So we'll update everybody on the Instagram yeah. or next yep. episode on how we're going to do that. So I like that. <clears throat> All right. Very cool, man. Let's wrap that it up. That was fun. Cheers. Cheers.